This is the Good Neighbor Podcast, the place where local businesses and neighbors come together. I'm your host, Charlie McDermott. Welcome to episode number 714 of the Good Neighbor Podcast. Today, we have good neighbor David Trawick. He's with Dockside Mortgage. David, how you doing? I'm doing well. Thanks for having me. Oh, thanks for being a part of the show. And, uh, you know, have a studio will travel. And that really is the case with you inside. Yeah, it, No one would know that you're inside a car. Oops, I gave out the secret. But uh, <laughs> the, the, the acoustics sound great, by the way. You should do this uh, all the time. <laughs> I love it. I love it. But I know you've had a busy day. And, and hey, that's the way it works sometimes. You know, we have to just... Uh, do business wherever we can do business. Right, right. Yeah, it's not, certainly not the first time I've done business in the car. <laughs> <laughs> well, this is going to be fun business, although I know you you really have a good time in what you do. So let's start, David, with Dockside Mortgage. Fill us in what you guys are doing there. Okay, perfect. Uh, Dockside Mortgage, we're a mortgage broker. So what that means is, is I'll take a mortgage application from someone, say, like yourself, and um, I work with multiple lenders to help find a, a suitable mortgage, so something that's tailored you know, specifically to, to your needs or to, you know, to, to my borrowers. Um, and then the cool thing is, is that when you come to me, you don't have to fill out the application one time versus going to every bank or credit union, you know, everyone down the road, two, three blocks away, whatever yeah. it is, uh, and then having to start the process all over again. It's, it's fill it out one time. I take care of the rest. I'll shop it around for you. And, you know, Based on my discussion with you, we'll determine what the best course of action is uh, so that it, it really suits you know, what you're trying to do. Yeah. And that's really important because, because you know from your experience that different lenders are really better suited for different buyers based on what their goals are. And yeah. Yeah, absolutely correct. Yeah. There, there's a lot of different programs out there. And, and uh, here in, in South Florida, we see a lot of... Um, uh, investors, you know, people looking for second homes or, you know, yeah. rental properties or, or things like that. So um, there's, there's not really a one size fits all uh, kind of thing here. It, it, it really varies uh, depending on, on, you know, again, what your needs are. Yeah. Yeah. And then there's the whole, you know, and, and this is a, an evergreen episode. So God knows someone could be listening to this 10, 15 years from now, but currently we're kind of in a, I don't know if fun is the right word to use, but an interesting market time, right? With, (laughs) you know, threats of interest rates uh, going up every other day and, you know, maybe occasionally it ticks down. So do you find that having all these different sources helps in a market like this? It it most certainly does. Uh, You know, in the last, uh, I'd say last couple of months, pretty much since right around March, uh, rates have definitely been on the uptick at, at a much faster rate than uh, than even we anticipated. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, it pretty much it, every morning when I look at my computer and I check the rates for the day, I, I almost kind of wince a little going, oh, God, please, <laughs> please don't be too high, you know. Um, but, but uh, you know, it, it is what it is. And, and uh, you know, I've had to have those conversations with, with, with clients that, that I've got pre-approved. I've had them pre-approved and they still haven't found the, maybe the perfect house for them yet. So then I got to let them know, hey, by the way, rates are going up. So you're now approved for this much instead of this much, you know? Mm. So, uh, but mm. that's, it's the nature of the business. Yeah. Yeah. And for our listeners, uh, just so they know, this is uh, what are we in June, June of 2022. So, uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and you never, never know, you know, someone might be listening to this a few years from that gun. Oh my God, what, 
what a deal, uh, 5% mortgage or wherever <laughs> we're at was. I mean, my first mortgage was like, I, it was a commercial building I bought and uh, the going rate was like 15%. So yeah. I still look at 5%, 6%. I'm going, what a bargain. You know? yeah. <laughs> but compared to two or 3%, it's like, well, no, that's double, right? <laughs> You're absolutely correct. You know, it, the last couple of years, we, we've been uh, a little spoiled. Yeah. Uh, because we're, we're seeing that, you know, oh, two and a half percent for 30 years fixed rate or 2.75 or whatever it was. Um, and unfortunately, those days are gone. But if, if you look at the historical yeah. graph of, of interest yeah. rates, um, I, I think the overall average is probably going to be somewhere between that five to seven range. Yeah. Uh, you know, I remember when I bought my first home in the 90s, you know, I think, uh, you know, with, with great credit and all that kind of stuff, I checked all the boxes and I still was at, I think, right around seven uh, percent, yeah. you know, back then. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. Yeah, mine was in the uh, the eighties, early to mid eighties, and forget it. I mean, it was, uh, <laughs> yeah. it was about brutal. the absolute worst worst yeah. time. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But you know, he it's one of the, he didn't know any better. It's like okay, well, especially yeah. I was a kid at that point. My goodness, you know, I was still in college, and uh, what did I know? You know, I it, optimistic, right. like hey, whatever. You know, I'm I'm going to do my business, <laughs> and doesn't matter what the rent is or the mortgage. You know, like yeah, ooh, yeah. what was I thinking? <laughs> So speaking of which, let's talk about your journey, David. Tell us a little bit about how you got into uh, the mortgage business. Well, it's funny because I um, I got into the mortgage business. I, I, I was working actually in the in the car business prior. I was a finance manager at, at a car dealership uh, for many years, and um, I, I got turned on to it by a friend of mine uh, who had gotten into it and, and was having a lot of successes. And, and um, it's something that you know. I've always, uh, over the years, my wife and I, we've, we've bought and sold, you know, many homes in different states, things like that. And um, I, I come to realize there was a lot of things I just did not know when it comes to obtaining a mortgage or understanding all the little nuances about uh, mortgages, interest rates, uh, APRs, you know, all the different terms and things like that. So, um, but I knew that I liked the idea of buying a home and then selling a home and then buying another home, you know. And things like that. So I, I just figured, you know, it's it's the job technically is is sales, I guess, even though it doesn't feel very salesy to me. Um, it, it's it's more I look at it like I'm I'm just helping people uh, achieve their dream of, of home ownership or or achieve their dream of, of becoming real estate investors or you know whatever the case is. Um, so it, it's kind of right up my alley. It's something I really enjoy. Plus, my wife is a real estate agent, so I'm kind of we're kind of in the business very together, cool. so to speak. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> love it. I love it. And so what, what's your favorite car? What do you recommend for us uh, since you have experience in the, uh, the car? Uh, a favorite car. Wow. Well, it depends. Uh, do, do you want to just want to go out and have a good time or do you want something that's reliable? Do you... <laughs> you know, oh, are you... God, definitely a good time. I mean, who wants reliable when you can have a good time? Well, well then I would just point you right to the Ferrari dealership and say, well, just go right there. <laughs> there you go. I love it. I love yeah. it. So how about let's jump to myths and misconceptions in the mortgage industry. What do you hear that you can speak to? You know, I think when it because um, there's a lot of people that don't seem to understand uh, uh, maybe the full scope of what we do. They think that, um, you know, if, if, we're, if we're suggesting a certain interest rate, they think that maybe my compensation is based on what rate I get them to, oh, to accept. Right. right. Uh, but no, that's not the case. Uh, yeah. The way we're compensated and, and is, is, has nothing to do with the interest rate. You, you can choose whatever you, whatever interest rate uh, you want based on what, what I present to you. 
um, you know, and, and, and I can explain the differences between, oh, what happens if I choose a higher rate versus a lower rate or, or, or this rate in the middle or whatever. But my compensation has absolutely nothing to do with that. You know, um, mm -hmm. the, the way loan officers typically are, are compensated, it's just based off the loan amount itself. And that's that. So um, when, when I first started out, I, I think that that was one of the things I learned. I, I could tell, you know, when I'm talking interest rates to people, they were like, they, it was almost like they were thinking it, but they didn't want to say it. Yeah. And finally, I, I just broke down and asked somebody and I, I said, it's a just, you know, do, do you think I'm compensated because I'm trying to get you this interest rate versus that one? And he was like, yeah, he goes, how much more are you making off of me? You know, and I said, you know, and, and which is fine. Yeah. It was kind of kind of a, a eye opener for both of us. Yeah. And I had to explain to him, I go, absolutely nothing. I said, it doesn't matter what rate you choose. I don't care if you want to choose the highest rate or the lowest rate available. Um, it's, you know, it's what fits your needs. And yeah. I said, my compensation has zero to do with that. So I think that, that was a big misconception. So now I, I typically will kind of integrate that in, into my presentation yeah. to make sure that people understand, uh, you know, I'm here to look at, after what your best interests are financially, not my paycheck or you know my 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 financial goals yeah that's a good one wow yeah that makes complete sense and uh you know that that's something that only experience uh, really allows us to learn and understand that you know that right what what really people are thinking but they just want to be polite and they don't necessarily say and uh, so it's good you figured that out yeah uh, how about outside of work besides, uh, you know, driving fast cars, what are you doing for fun? Uh, you know, now that I'm a little bit older, I, I really, uh, I enjoy the game of golf a lot. And, uh, and when I say older, I mean, my, both my, my kids are growing up, they're out of the house. Mm -hmm. Um, and being that, that my wife and I both work in this business, um, it, this is not your typical nine to five uh, job, right? You, you'll get phone calls at seven, eight o'clock in the evening, uh, weekends, whatever. And, and I don't mind that. But um, when I do put the phone down, I, I like to get out there and, and swing the golf clubs and, and uh, take advantage of, of living in, in South Florida. You know, I, I mean, Amen. no, yeah. I mean, I, I, I don't know if you know, but I, I moved here. I've only been here not quite a full year. And oh, I moved wow. here from the, yeah, I moved here from the upper peninsula of Michigan. So if you know where that's at, um, good for you. <laughs> but uh. um, my wife is from there. That, that's how yeah. I ended up up there. Mm. Uh, but um, so playing golf up there is pretty hard. What, you know, what's it like? A, a, two week season for golf up there? <laughs> uh, yeah, if, if you're lucky. Yeah. You know, I, I was just up there uh, just recently. And um, uh, when I got there, the, the temperatures were in the low 80s. And I thought, oh, this is great. And then three days later, it was in the uh, mid to low 50s. And I went, this is ridiculous. I got to get out of here. <laughs> so uh, you, you will see swings like that. Yeah, yeah. I, I've seen it snow in May in the past. Uh, and even I, I've got pictures where I've seen snow come down in June, which it doesn't last. I mean, it, it, it's gone yeah. as fast as it hits yeah. the ground. But just the fact that it snowed in June and you're going, yeah. come on. So. Yeah, I, I believe I, one of the coldest runs I've ever gone on was in the middle of summer up there and not quite all the way north. I got up one morning and, you know, shorts on and I went out for a run and oh, my goodness, was I cold. <laughs> like, where am I? Like, is this like, you know, November? Yeah. Or did I did I like sleep for five months and uh, wake up in the late fall? Yeah, it was, yeah. It was, uh, not for me. No, no, it's, yeah. uh, I, I, I spent 17 years up there and I said, okay, the kids are gone. Let's go. We're done shoveling snow. Let's get yeah. out of here. Yeah. Let's go back yeah. to Florida. <laughs> now, are the kids still up there? Or are they in 
Um, I, I've got one. I've got one son. My oldest son is in in Grand Rapids, which mm-hmm. is about mm, six and a half hours south of where we lived. And um, uh, my younger son, who was in Grand Rapids, uh, moved down here. He, he, you know, he said, "Hey, wh- why is my dad down there?" Yeah, well, yeah. Why is my dad <laughs> enjoying the sunshine, and I'm up here freezing my butt off? So um, he decided to to come down a couple months ago. Good for him. That's great. So how about hardship, life challenge? What comes to mind, David, at the time that you were challenged, you got through it. And now looking back, you can say I'm better for it. I'm stronger. Yeah. You know, one of the, one of the toughest ones I've had recently in the last few months, um, I, I had a young man buying his first home. He was, so you're, you're buying your first home. That's stressful enough. And he was moving. He was relocating from uh, uh, the Midwest and one of the things that we have to do in, in the mortgage business is we have to verify all your, your funds, your, your money, right? Where, where does it come from? We, and we have to, we call it source the funds, right? So we need to be able to go back and trace that money for the last 60 days. Where, where has it been? Uh, you know, whether it was in your bank account, whether it was in, uh, uh, you know, investment accounts, whatever, right? And that's usually that's pretty easy. But this particular young man had a lot of money tied up in crypto. And crypto is interesting um, in that, the uh, the particular particular platform he used was Coinbase, um, and their uh, statements don't come out looking like your normal bank statement or investment account statement or anything like that. So th- there's certain criteria that we need to see as lenders and underwriters are saying, well, we have to see their name, the account number, the you know all this other stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and and for whatever reason, we just could not get it. I mean, I had to go online with with uh, Coinbase, and I. Everywhere I went, I couldn't find it. I had to go on with their their uh, their chat, their virtual chat, you know, and and they they pointed me in one direction, and then uh, it was to the point where the underwriters were looking all over to the point they had to jump on Reddit, um, and just put it out there, and other underwriters were responding like, "Yep, we can't find it either," um, but we got through it. This young man was able to relocate from from the Midwest, uh, driving down here. He got into his, his, uh, his fiance was driving a separate car. He was driving the, the U-Haul. She got into an accident, totaled the car um, somewhere north of Atlanta. And so that delayed their closing by a couple of days because she was stuck in a hospital for a <sighs> day and a half, I think it was. Um, then they get down here and um, she got COVID right away. So they couldn't close. <laughs> you know, it was just one of those, um, yeah. uh, you know, whatever could go wrong is definitely going to go wrong. Yeah. And, and um, you know, here are these poor, these poor people don't know anybody here, you know, and um, so uh, between that and and having to do the, the stuff with the crypto, which I, I, I consider myself an expert now <laughs> when it comes to that, uh, you know, helping underwriters and, and sourcing funds, we were able to get it done. And, and you know, if you take out the accident and those things, technically, we would have closed on time. So uh, pretty proud of that, that we were able to, to jump through a whole lot of hoops to make this happen. For sure. Wow. Wow. And probably, uh, was nice that they're working with someone who's relatively new to Florida as well. And, you know, I think that that makes it feel a little more. Less yeah. Strange. Yeah. 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 And, and, and also coming from the West, you know, they, I, yeah. I told them, I said, you know what, you guys are going to love it. I said, yeah. it's always sunny. And you know, yeah. I, I, yeah. I told him, I said, I said, if you have winter clothes, leave them at home, leave them back, you know, <laughs> back where you are. I said, bring your shorts and t-shirts and flip flops yeah. and, and you'll be fine. So yeah, it, yeah. it, uh, yeah. it worked so out really good. That's great. How about one thing you wish our listeners knew about Dockside Mortgage? What would that be? Uh, You know, the biggest thing I think is is people understand that that I'm a mortgage broker, 
versus just uh, you know one individual lender, right? Mm-hmm. I, I'm not a, a bank or a lender or a lending institution. Uh, I, I am a broker. I am essentially, a, yes, I'm kind of like a middleman, but um, it, you know, I, I'll make your life a whole lot easier. You just fill out the application. You tell me what you're trying to accomplish, and then I'll come back to you with you know different options that you know we can choose from you know A, B, or C or whatever the case is. Um, but I think a lot of people think of me as, as well, well, no, you, you, you're only this lender. No, I, I have multiple lenders that, that, I, that I work with um, that are going to offer you different options depending on what you're, you're trying to do. You know? So that, that's probably the biggest uh, misconception I think people have of, of DocSite. And, and the cost is the same, except for they're going to save a ton of time, like you said in the beginning. You know, they don't have to go from mortgage company, mortgage company, mortgage company, because you're right. right. Yeah. 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 And that's, and that's the big thing is, 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 you know, I'm here to, to, to help people save time yeah. and, you know, filling out these applications, it, it's not the funnest thing in the world, but it really doesn't take that long. But if you had to do it four or five, oh. six, seven times, yeah. then it gets to be a little tedious and, and mm. you, you kind of start scratching your head going, why am I doing all this? Yeah. Um, so I, I, I'm here to take some of that off of your plate to, to help you out. Awesome. Well, speaking of which, those who would like your help, would like to learn more, what's the best way for them to get connected with you? Uh, a couple of different ways. Of course, you can always go to, to Dockside Mortgage, uh, our website, DocsideMortgage.com. Uh, email is probably the that and, and my cell phone. So email is uh, simple. It's david at DocsideMortgage.com. And you can always uh, call or text me. And my cell phone number is 906-360-4411. And, uh, you know, if, if, if you guys uh, are, are listening to this right now, just, just mention the Good Neighbor Podcast and let them know that, uh, or let me know that that's how you found me. Awesome. Well, David, a lot of fun. Really appreciate you being on the show. We wish you the best going forward and welcome to Florida. Hey, thanks a lot, Charlie. Appreciate it. This is the Good Neighbor Podcast, the place where local businesses and neighbors come together. I'm your host, Charlie McDermott. 